0: guys welcome to the kirk students podcast we're the student ministry from the kirk church in tulsa oklahoma i'm caitlin adams and this is where you'll hear sermons from me madison lackey grant giddens and other guest speakers make sure you subscribe and share with anyone who follows kirk students if you want to know more about us or get in touch visit us at thekirk.com or follow us on instagram at kirk students let's go We're gonna be reading in Isaiah eight twenty two. If y'all wanna flip to that, Um, okay. So I'm talking about hope in the darkness, um, which is it's gonna be kind of sad for a second, but then it'll get good. I promise. Um, So it won't be sad the whole time. Um, But so we're gonna read from eight twenty two. Isaiah eight twenty two. It says, and then they will look to the earth, but behold, distress and darkness, the gloom of anguish, and they will be thrust into thick darkness. So um, this is a whole lot of bad going on. Um, The prophet Isaiah has come to this town and is explaining what it looks like, sounds like, and feels like to be turned away from God completely. Um, And what is insane about reading the Bible, this amazes me every single time, is that this is exactly how I feel. Like every time I know that I'm not fully leaning on God, Isaiah words it exactly how I feel. And that is just crazy to me. So let's just talk about that real quick. Um, But so this is what it feels like to be turned away from the God, the God that knows everything. The reason why we turn away from God is because of the unknown. We're scared. We're scared of what we don't know is going to happen. But turning away from the all-knowing because we are scared of not knowing, doesn't really make sense. So that's like going into an open book test, having the books in your bag and just not pulling them out because you are scared you're going to fail, which absolutely does not make any sense. But it makes sense in the moment. It makes sense when we're sitting there in the darkness, we turn away because we are scared. Um, so I was... In this place of being lost, and um, I grew up in a very Christian household, and I've just grown up in the church, and I'm very blessed to have that experience. Um, so I've never fully found myself losing hope in God, losing hope it completely that He's just not there. But I have found myself not completely trusting Him, and I was thinking about it. I was like, "What? What does this mean? What am I feeling?" And I came to the conclusion that it's not that I don't have hope in God. It's that I don't have hope that he has anything good for me. It's that I don't have hope that he's going to bring me out of this darkness, that I'm supposed to stay here. And that mindset is painful, that you're just supposed to stay in this darkness, lost from everything, just helping everyone else out of the darkness. That is the most painful mindset ever, and I don't want any of you to ever think that. Um, So over, okay, it was like, I don't know, beginning of last year, um, my best friend started to have suicidal thoughts and was just in a really bad place. And, um, Therefore, I was right there with her. I was helping her in any way that I could. And um, so therefore, whenever she was happy, I was happy. And whenever she was so sad and so stuck, I was stuck. And, um, and so I tried my very, very hardest to help her out of that. And as do- doing that, I put away myself. I didn't care what feelings I was having. I just cared about her. So my whole identity was in her. And I was okay with that. So she started to get better. Um, She started to improve. I was so proud of her in every way possible. Um, And then this summer rolled around. And uh, she was in Florida with her family. And uh, her family was driving back and her cousin and her aunt or four of her cousins and her aunt got in a car wreck and um, her cousin and or one of her cousins and her aunt um, passed away in that car wreck. And um, I was in Texas with my other best friend at the time and I got that text and I paused. I didn't know what to do. I was just paralyzed because The girl that I put my whole identity in, in building her up, has been broken down again. And that hurt me so much. Because I knew that we were going to have to start over. I knew that all that stuff that was good, building her up, was gone. And that scared me. Because I didn't like where I was whenever I was helping her. And so that scared me so much. But I was ready to help her no matter what. And the thought of being in that darkness, again, scared me. And I started to find comfort in it. I started to find comfortability. Yeah, in that in the darkness, because I had been there for so long. And that should never happen. You should always try to be putting your hope in God. So I would go up, we all do this, we go up to our room, we wanna just block away the world, and I would just lay on my bed, you know, go to sleep. It was, that was out of my brain for at least a couple hours. And that was me trying to push away everything. There's a very, very big difference between something that distracts you and something that heals you. Distractions are going to sleep, going on TikTok, going on Instagram. Something that's gonna heal you is reading your Bible. And I know after a terrible day, after you feel like you're so tired, you're so drained that you can't get up and go read your Bible, I promise you it's so rejuvenating that you're not gonna feel that way anymore. There's a major difference between running away from the world and running away from the word. You can run away from the world for a little bit. The world is toxic. The world is not very good. But running away from the word is where you get stuck and lost from God. You're going to want to saturate yourself and restore yourself in holiness. Because that's what is going to restore you. TikTok's not going to do it, (laughs) so, um, but also know that hesitating doesn't disqualify you. Hesitating from reading your Bible doesn't mean that you can't ever pick up your Bible again, because I promise you, I have hesitated so much, but the second I pick up my Bible and read those words, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like any effort at all, but I thought that it did because the world had been draining me for so long. Okay, now we're moving to the more happier part, <laughs> um, is Isaiah 9, 2. It says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone." God's not done with you. One of my favorite, favorite verses is Philippians 1, 6. And it says, God is going to carry out you until the day of completion, day of Christ he's nowhere done with you and you're not supposed to stay in that darkness for very long that's just to build you up to get you stronger to get your faith stronger to make others faith stronger so point towards hope as hard as it is you're supposed to point towards hope because hope helps us move we say that god moves mountains god god can move us but he needs our help a little bit like we we're not just supposed to stand there and just be like no i don't have any hope that you're gonna move me but you're gonna move me like that that doesn't that doesn't work so we gotta have some some sort of motivation to move before he moves us um we're gonna move to first corinthians ten thirteen. okay it says hold on okay no temptation has overtaken uh no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man god is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may not endure it or that you may be able to endure it sorry um god's going to give you trials but only because he knows you can do it and he knows that you'll come out of it. He's going to give you hardships because he knows you're able. He knew that Noah was able to build an ark to save all of his creation. He knew that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's faith was so powerful that it could overthrow King Nebuchadnezzar when they walked into that fire. He knew all those people were so capable to carry out those stories, and he knows you're capable to carry out yours that he has already written for you. He's not conflicted or confused on what he has written for you. There's no question in his mind that you can do it. You are not supposed to be alone in this. As much as God says, yeah, you can do this, but you can only do it with my help. You can only do it with God's help. He's not saying that you can do it alone because we are nowhere near that. You have to do it with him, faith, and you. Those are the three things that can get you through trials. You cannot see change unless you seek God. You're not going to see anything unless you seek God. And there's a different, big difference between looking and seeking. Looking for God's holiness, is looking for the answer that you want. Looking at just the top layer. Seeking is, see, is trying to see the answer that God wants for you. The answer that God has already written for you, which is where we need to look, because if you're just looking the whole time, you're going to think that God has abandoned you. And he most definitely has not. 1 um, Chronicles 4 9 says, hold on. Oh. it says, Jezebeth was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him his name um, Jezebeth, saying, because I bore him in pain. Good things come from pain. They do. And It is very, 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 very hard to see that Um, and it's hard to see that even whenever you're out of the darkness, even you're not lost anymore. It's hard to see all the good things that have come from it because you just remember all the stuff that you went through, all the terrible, terrible things that your brain was doubting, but good things do come from it. and. I have this, okay, my brain thinks in analogies, so I have an analogy for this. So um, in gymnastics, whenever I did gymnastics, um, we would have ankle weights on. And um, we would do, um, like, high knees or split jumps with the ankle weights on. I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like, this is not going to work. This is not helping me at all. Um, But the second I took those ankle weights off, I... Like, my split jumps were so straight and 180. Like, I was like, whoa, feels so much lighter. And, like, I actually got better. I actually got better from this. Maybe my coaches do know what they're doing. Um, But, like, good things do come from pain, even if we don't see it. And that is so important to remember. Um, And so we're going to go to another scripture. Uh, Colossians 1.17. This says, oh, "Where? Oh. and he is before all things and in him all things hold together. God is the author of our books and if we're scared to turn the page, we need to remember that we know the one who wrote it. We're scared to read the next line because we don't know what happens but the one who wrote it is right in our hearts he knows us fully, and he knows what we're capable of we're not in control, but we know the one who is and finding peace in that will get you through anything. It will make the pain bearable and it'll make the darkness lighter. Um, there are things that we won't figure out on this side of heaven and. We need to be okay with that. And I know, like especially for me, that is so hard to come to peace with that I don't know everything um, and that I don't know my future. That is so difficult for me to be okay with. But that's what's best because I don't think I'd do very good with my life if God just said, here's, here's the path that you're on. Here's everything that you're going to do. I'd mess it up. I would probably be like, no, that's not what's best for me, so I'm not going to do that. Um, Which is good that he doesn't give me my whole path to go on. But um, there are things that we won't find out, and we need to find peace in that. And as soon as we do, as soon as we give up control, everything will just, there will be a weight lifted off your shoulders because all that pressure of your whole life won't be on you. So there isn't a true answer on getting through the darkness, and I don't like that there isn't one answer, but the ultimate goal is finding hope in God. Finding hope that God knows how to move you, and finding hope that there are is more for you out there because there most definitely is there's most definitely is lives that you have left to impact and you're gonna impact them in so so many good ways maybe even ways that you don't even see Um, there are trials that are bigger than us but they will never be bigger than God I just think of like God created this whole world, this whole universe, nothing can be bigger than him. That is just insane for me to think about, but um, so nothing can be bigger than God, and trials may hurt, and they, they're, we may not get better at them, but our faith grows, and our faith in God grows, which makes the trials less painful. We don't get better, but our faith does. So to wrap it all up, have hope that God knows how to move you, and have hope that he knows what he's doing, and you just need to give up that control. Give up that weight off of your shoulders. So I'm going to pray. Dear God, I hope that all these students in this room um, open their ears to you, Lord. I hope that They just put all their hope in you and lean in you fully. Lord, I hope that you um, work through them and work through their minds and let them know that you are always there for them and you will never leave them alone. Amen.